Talk Radio. Yeah, we were born to be alive. <laughs> yeah, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. With me, your host, Mark C. Chaplin. Yep, from the great northeast. On the uh, Renegade Talk Radio Network. From Las Vegas, Nevada. Now I was telling somebody the other day about my show, and they're like, I looked it up, and there's a... There's a a lot of renegade, no, there's only one renegade. There's a renegade radio station, but there's only one renegade talk radio station. And they fi finally got it through to them. People can be confused unless you absolutely explain it to them, to the team. About half the people you're going to be talking to are going to be confused. And I'm even one of those people myself with somebody's telling me, so I'm not exempt from that rule, that's for sure. I'm not good at multitasking. Really, I'm not. I like to do one thing at a time and do it as good as I can. I remember watching a show, it was a movie, about a Canadian guy who writes comics. And I think it was with uh, the actor who was uh, the son of the uh, baseball commissioner. I can't think of his name right now. I'll think of it later. And uh, he was telling somebody, I wash a dish three times. I'm the type of person that if I wash a dish or a glass three times, it's still dirty. Not because you didn't try, because you just, it's the how things are. And I can be like that myself. I mean, I have some things, uh, I think we all have a talent. And uh, I've seen, I taught school for over 20 years and coached, and I've seen kids who couldn't talk, but they were wizards at other things, art, drawing, uh, on the computer. So everybody's got a talent. What Einstein say, if you, if you, you know, we're all geniuses in our own way, because if you expect a fish to climb a tree, you're going to be disappointed. Well, I'm not climbing a tree, that's for sure. But uh, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. We're going to have a lot to talk about, a great deal, I should say, to talk about. We've got uh, Donald J. Trump is over in Singapore. Every time I here Singapore, I think of Singapore slings. We used to drink those in college. You could buy it by the pint and just chill it and swig it. I wasn't much for those hard drinks. Uh, I did like, uh, you know, my uh, whiskey sours and rum and cokes. Um, I don't like any. I don't like uh, vodka straight. Now, vodka with orange juice. I'm not much of a drinker. I never really was. Not much of a beer drinker. I like light beers. I like Coors Light. And uh, because you feel like it's uh, not very heavy and it uh, goes down easy. But I'm not much of a drinker. But uh, we've got a lot to talk about, including Donald J. Trump is uh, in Singapore. I either think of Chinese food or uh, I think of uh, Singapore slang. Makes me hungry and thirsty at the same time. And uh, he's going to be talking uh, at the table with uh, one Kim Jong-un. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. Well, President Trump, Donald J, and Kim Jong-un are meeting in Singapore, like I uh, said. And I wonder what that meeting sounds like. Because it's kind of awkward, you know, after he called him, you know, Rocket Man. Maybe it sounds like this. Hey, Kim Jong, how are you, Rocket Man? 
That's not very funny, Donald. You better cut out with the jokes or we're not going to get very far today <laughs> with this meeting. i tell you what I want. I want uh, McDonald's, Burger King, uh, NBA team, uh, Walmart, and one billion dollars. What? That ain't going to happen. Probably sounds something like that. Who knows? I don't know. They're, they're negotiating. And, uh, of course, you know, I'm, I'm a libertarian, folks. And I'm not a, I, I'm a big-time patriotic person. All my family served in the military. My dad was in the United States Navy. All my uncles and cousins in the Navy, the Army. I tried to join up after college to go to OCS, and I couldn't because I had a broken ankle. 1980. And, uh... I wish I had the records from that. I had all the records. Like, I couldn't pass a physical because I had bone chips in my foot. And I had that for the longest time because I wanted to prove to people that I did, you know, try to join up. <coughs> but um, they probably don't keep records from 1980, I'm sure. The doctor told me at the time, uh, the, Iran the Iran scare, the uh, hostage scare, uh, had just ended. And he said if it hadn't ended, we would have taken you for sure, even with, uh, you know, where they were looking, you know, they thought maybe war. So anyways, uh, uh, you know, I I just wonder, I know that, uh, you know, the, the people on the right, uh, the conservatives, and, uh, you know, he, he did it. Come on, call a spade a spade, give the guy credit. I'm all for about the person. I don't care about the party. If you got a child molester as a Democrat, you're going to vote for him? I mean, if you got a, a bad person as a Republican, are you going to vote for him? Vote for the person. We've got to get away from this party thing. Vote for the person. But uh, anyways, CNN's already crapping on, his, on the deal, and I'm sure they will. It just annoys me, the hypocrisy. Same with uh, when some comedian that's liberal or says something bad about uh, Republicans or the president, oh, it's okay. But when it's the other way around, it's not okay. It's, I'm sick of the hypocrisy. Really, it's, it's sickening. So hopefully they can get some stuff straightened out, and uh, we'll see what happens. But we got to keep a close eye on that. But so far, so good. A uh, quick movie review. Uh, I saw Paul the Apostle, and that was really well done. <clears throat> And I enjoyed it. I'm a person of uh, faith uh, and uh, spiritual. I'm a Catholic. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was well done. Well acted. Scenery. The whole nine yards. I give it uh, an A for Apostle. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, the, uh, the new Jurassic Park movie. Um, that looks good, and it was good. Um, it, I give that uh, an A. Very well. Lots of action. Some of it's, you know, all those movies, those near-death movies where it's a dinosaur chasing you and you make it out, barely gets you or your vehicle. I know it's, uh, it's well, of course, you have to remember it's a suspension of, uh, of disbelief. Uh, when you're watching a movie, you have to go along with the program. And uh, it's hard to believe that somebody could escape death so many times and have it so close. But anyways, uh, the new Ocean's 8 movie uh, is all-female version of Ocean's 11. And actually, the Ocean's 11 movie with the original Dean Rat Pack, D 
Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra. Uh, that, to me, was the best one. All the remakes, to me, sucked. And Ocean's 8, and I know it's, uh, uh, I did like the female version of Ghostbusters. Especially the first half was funny. They kind of lost something on the second half. I hate it when they lose, uh, when they lose the second half of the movie. The first half starts out good and the second half sucks. They did that with the Three Stooges movies they made a few years back. First half was funny by the middle. It looks like the writers went out on strike or left the room or something, but it got boring. But Ocean's 8 is, uh, I give it a C. It's boring, folks. And I don't care if it's men, women, uh, aliens, uh, munchkins. It's boring. It's a lot of dialogue, not a lot of action. There are a few quippy parts, but it is boring. I mean, not much happens in it. And I know we all look for action and adventure and uh, movement in a movie. But, uh, and you don't mind slow parts when they're called for and they're done right, but this movie is boring. Holy smokes. If you're looking to go to sleep. And like I said, I don't care. I mean... Could, they could have made it a little more jazzed up. And I've always said, look, I'm a comedian. When I do a show, or in a show, <clears throat> and it's a 90-minute show, people pay their 15, 20, 25 bucks, whatever it is. They come in, they get a meal and drinks, and they expect to laugh pretty much the whole 90 minutes. They do. For a comedian, a few minutes of silence is death. Oh, my word. But you go to a movie, even a comedy, and... You laugh maybe, what, five, six times out loud for the 90 minutes it's on? So, you know, comedians have it tough working live. Uh, people expect to laugh the whole, the whole 90 minutes or most of it. But they don't when they go to uh, a movie. Same, you don't expect to be scared through a whole movie the whole 90 minutes, although some of them can be, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Exorcist, pretty scary throughout. But... Uh, so far. And then there's a lot of movies what I call turds. They look good. And like I to I've told you this before. I used to go buy movies and rent them. And you get home. You put it in. You're like, oh, it's e either one of two things. I've seen it. And I just remember that I've seen it. Or it's a turd. It's like made with an 8 millimeter camera or a camera phone. And there are, they can fool you because the box looks good. The uh, title looks good. And, this, you know, the action, oh, this might be, no, it's not good, it sucks. They don't even have, like, boom microphones. It's like, the, you can, I can usually tell with just a few minutes. For If you don't recognize the actors, it's probably bad. I'm not saying independent movies. Uh, I've seen plenty of them where I didn't know who the actors were and the movies were great. But in most cases, they are what we, I call turds. T-U-R-D-S. They suck. They stink. But uh, hopefully a lot of these movies end up on YouTube and you can see them free and judge for yourself anyway. So that's our movie review for uh, right now here on the Toxic Wise S Show on your best place for talk. Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Hello, this is Leo the Farting Leprechaun. Oh, excuse me, I've had too many Irish beans, as it were. Again, this is Leo the Fart Leprechaun telling you you're listening to the Toxic Wise-Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio, your great place for talk radio. Sure, and be gory.
You're not after me lucky charms, are you? Because if you are, I'll have to fart on you. Oh, that sounded a little muddy. Oh, that was Leo the farting leprechaun. Oh, I love Leo. He's so funny. He's much funnier than that uh, Lucky, the Lucky Charms guy. Uh, I don't think you ever see Lucky Charms guy fart. Probably not. Not while he's uh, not not while he's selling cereal anyway for kids. I like Lucky Lucky Charms. Actually, I liked all the cereals: Captain Crunch, Peanut Butter, Captain Crunch by itself. Blah blah blah. Oh, except for the healthy ones. Uh, Cheerios was okay if you piled the sugar on top, right? Um, Frosted Flakes, okay. But uh, what was your favorite cereal? I don't know if I could just pick one. Uh, Apple Jacks, uh, Cocoa Puffs, Lucky Charms, Cap'n Crunch. Oh, the best thing to do is get one of those variety packs, like the eight little boxes and the one unit, the variety packs. They don't have those everywhere now, but uh, you can still find them. But that's what uh, I used to like to get when I was a wee one. Yeah, good old cereal. You can't go wrong. And remember the prizes? They used to have prizes inside it, or you could send away for prizes. Just like the mallow cups you send away, you get the tickets uh, inside the candy, and you save up. I can't remember how many it was. A couple thousand points, and you send away, and they'll send you a case of malacops. A small case, like a dozen bars. Smoothies. Smoothies or malacops are both. I don't know. They're both good. Can't really think of too many candy bars that I don't like either. What's your favorite? I don't know. I kind of like them all. We're on the Canadian border here in the great northeast in Maine, so we can go to Canada, and actually Canadians' uh, companies uh, sell candy bars over here and they make a candy bar called coffee crisp which is like a wafery chocolate coffee mocha type candy bar very crispy and they have other ones too that are really good and one of the differences is uh, Canadian candy bars they don't put paraffin wax into their candy um, so it's a little fresher and a little more tasty but um, I do like snicker bars and Kit Kats uh, Hershey's bars with or without walnuts. I mean, they're all good. Uh, Fifth Avenues. Oh, Fifth Avenues I like, but I can't always find them. Uh, Clark Bar, which is kind of like a Fifth Avenue. Uh, Mallow Cups, like I just talked about. Those are good, too. Um, what's your favorite? I know, I know I can think of more. Of course, one of the best is Reese's Cups. The big ones, the medium ones, uh, of course, the ones you get like at Halloween and Christmas, a little decorative, decorative. And it doesn't seem like you're eating that many of them. But when you look and the bags half gone after half an hour, you probably have a problem. They're so tasty and they're so small, the little ones. Um, delicious. Why can't they make healthy food taste good? I don't know. Someone's going to go on Shark Tank, like I said before, some show. And when they, can, when they can invent, like, a whole cake, a chocolate, tasty cake, the problem with most uh, desserts or candies that have uh, no, no uh, fat or no calories is they have, guess what, no taste. They just don't have the taste. 
when someone can invent uh, burgers and, and cakes and pies that you could eat that would normally be like maybe five to 6,000 calories in a sitting, and you maybe only get 100 or 200 calories, that person's going to be a billionaire. Hasn't happened yet, folks. We've gone to the moon 50-something years ago. We've got land rovers on Mars. We've got phones that can fit up your butt. Um, we've got everything, but we don't have uh, tasty food with low calories yet. We just don't. Ice cream, same way. If it's low fat, low sugar, it's uh, low taste or no taste. So someone's going to be rich. It's not going to be me because I'm not an inventor like that, but sure would be nice. Imagine sitting down having a cheeseburger, maybe even fries, and then a chocolate cake with a milkshake, and it's all under like 100, 200 calories, something like that, and maybe even good for you. Well, why isn't this being done? I don't know. But anyways, the cereals were, uh, I remember being in the grocery store, my mom and whatever store we were at, just last week. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, picking out cereal, not necessarily the one that's the best for you, but one that maybe is uh, really, <laughs> I, I remember, oh, I used to like maple too. Remember Marky Maple? People used to call me that, Marky Maple. Maple was okay, with brown sugar on it. Yep, I liked hot maple. And uh, I, on my regular cereal, I used to put too much sugar on it. My mother says, you're going to get diabetes. <laughs> I'm like, ah. No, I'm not. I'm too active, and I was. I was always out playing basketball, 10 hours a day, softball, basketball, baseball, soccer, whatever. So I was pretty active walking around on my bike all over the town. So I wasn't going to get fat, not at that age. But uh, trying to stay thin now, it's a chore. It's a chore, chore, chore. I'm sore from basketball the other night. So if you're over 50, you know what I'm talking about, being sore. And I take all the supplements, and they kind of do work. The uh, uh, triple flex there with MSM, chondroitin, and all the joint additives. It's not really giving you anything you don't have in your body. It's, it's just replacing. It's like oil, lubricating oil for your knees. As you get older, that dissipates, goes away, like everything else in your body. But... Uh, you can replenish it with these uh, supplements. And they do work. The animals use them too. I remember having uh, pets that I used them on and it helped them a great deal. So, But remember, not all medications work for everybody. So, But anyways, getting back to the uh, cereals and the cakes and the pies and the food. Somebody's going to make a lot of money if they can come up with the ways to uh, make delicious food that has low calories. And that's our opinion here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Hey folks out there in listening land, wherever you are, in your car, or your home, or your computer, or your phone, whatever you're listening, um, do you, probably listening to commercials, and whether it's on TV or radio, and I've discussed this uh, before, um, celebrity commercials, and I, I am all for um, commercials, I make a living out of it myself by doing the voices and writing some copy for local stations but I am bothered by <clears throat> the celebrity commercials I, I just I think it's been proven before they don't work I think they said the only time that was proven that they work is um, with Michael Jordan when he used to sell his products whether it was uh, the Nike stuff the sneakers whatever but um, 
I, it's kind of sickening to see, and some of them are hypocrites. Now, I don't believe LeBron, and Kia is probably a fine vehicle. I have never had one. I drive a Jeep, and I love my Jeep V8 Special Edition. And um, I've never had a Kia, and I, I've had known some people that have had them, but I, I don't really know. Um, I guess they're okay, but I, I don't believe he puts his family into a Kia. I just don't. I'm sorry. A Cadillac Escalade, maybe a fancy Jeep, a Toyota Land Rover, something like that. Uh, I don't think they make the Hummers anymore, but something like that. That's what he puts his family in. And um, some of the other ones, too. Uh, Morgan Freeman probably doesn't even drink Mountain Dew, although he's been in some trouble. I haven't seen his ads because uh, he was accused, I think, by seven or eight women of being a pervert. Uh -uh, pervert alert. I'm going to have to have a special edition of Pervert Alert. Eh, eh, eh. Pervert Alert, Morgan Freeman. All those penguins, they were freezing their asses off until one of them got molested or something like that. I remember that he did the penguin voices. I mean, I always liked Morgan. He was in one of my favorite movies, Glory, about the 54th Massachusetts, uh, Al Black, African-American soldiers during the Civil War. Had Denzel Washington in it. <coughs> Uh, he played the sergeant leading the uh, squad. But uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask on my, uh, not only my show here, but also on uh, on my uh, Facebook. I'm not a Twitter guy. I, I can't get into Twitter wars and battles. Bad enough on Facebook. But I'm going to have to ask on Facebook. I mean, I just, so many celebrities. And, and the, then he had Alex Baldwin doing commercials for banks while he was ha protesting with the 99%. Uh, <laughs> Such a hypocrite. Hypocrites drive me nuts. And I find that most of them are, are, are liberals. You know, uh, not all of them, but most of them. And I, uh, you know, as, uh, as Doc Holliday said, <clears throat> after he took off his badge for being a deputy, my hypocrisy only goes so far. I mean, he didn't like the law. He, he spent most of his time breaking the law, so him wearing a badge was a real big hypocritical, hypocrite thing for him to do. But uh, I just I just wonder, you know, and they spend so much, and they, especially insurance commercials, and, and you're using these celebrities, and uh, don't use celebrities, use regular actors and, and bring the cost down. You're paying these celebrities great big money. Remember the Affleck, Gilbert Godfrey? Affleck! He got in trouble for saying something. Every man, it's been just, you just never know who the 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 gauntlet's going to drop on, you know, tomorrow. But anyways, I just don't, uh, nothing about a celebrity doing a commercial makes me want to buy the product. I don't care if it's a food or a drink or a car or a TV. I buy it because I hear it's good and it works or it's tasty or something or it's close by or it's reasonably priced or something I need. It's not because Morgan Freeman tells me I need a Mountain Dew. But uh, just getting a feel for it out there, folks. Uh, like I said, do celebrity commercials work? I think they've proven they really don't in most cases. And you got like Shaq doing commercials for Icy Hot and insurances. And I can't even understand what he's saying. I have to have the closed caption on. But uh, <coughs> I don't know. And then, and some of them, they're, they're not even funny. They're supposed to be witty or, I mean, some are funny, but most of them are not. Spectrum has one out where they have monsters. And I noticed they don't use Frankenstein because that's a universal copyright. 
but they use several monsters and it's it was kind of cute at first, but it's not really funny. And by the way, Spectrum is scary. They're horrible. Oh, God, the worst cable company God ever created. I have never seen... You can't, recall, you can't record from a VCR, so you got to hook up special things. Goes out, you'll be watching a ball game, and it reboots. Oh, it's the worst. Their prices go up. No hidden prices. No hidden costs. In the, no, of course. They're not, they're not hidden. You're going to see them. <laughs> uh, pirates, I call them. But anyways, DISH and, and um, uh, the other satellite company, they're probably just as bad, I hear from people. So, I don't know, it's, I, I hook up my computer most of the time to my TV, but I do have the cable company too. And want to watch my Celtics and my Patriots and Red Sox, so I'm sure you feel the same way wherever you are at. Unless you're uh, uh, in Europe or something, and maybe you want to watch soccer. I don't. I don't know. I got a lot of friends in Europe. I never really talked to them about television over there. But um, like I say, lots of times there's 130 channels and nothing on. This is the Toxic Guys Show. I want to thank you for tuning in, and uh, we have much more coming up. So don't go away. Hey, folks. Ever watch uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000? You know. About 30 years ago, my nephew was like 10 years old, something like that, a little younger, 8 or 9, and he was watching the Sci-Fi Channel, and I was caught him watching this show where, like, space puppets were mocking old movies, and uh, I started watching it with him, and I, I got hooked. It's very, very, uh, you know, cliche, very um, wise-ass, eh, you know, like the Toxic Wise-Ass show you ever get a chance to watch it, I think it's on Hulu, and it's, there's a new movie they have out net, on Netflix. It's not quite as good as the original cast from the 90s. And I remember turning a lot of my friends and relatives onto the show. You have to, you just can't watch it for two or three minutes. You have to watch it. You have to watch a whole episode, a whole movie, where they, uh, uh, you know, make fun of, uh, of these old, ridiculous, uh, mostly horror movies, like space movies. It is... Uh, if you're having a bad day, if you're having a down day, and you need a laugh, and you're by yourself, um, you would get, you know, well, besides the normal comedies, Three Stooges, Laurel and Hardy, Marx Brothers, and all those comedies, and regular new comedies, too, uh, or cartoons that are funny, Looney Tunes, find um, an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, especially from the 90s. It's just, it'll it'll bring you whatever, out of whatever funk you're in. It'll bring you back to, bring you back to life. It'll bring you back to Earth. Uh, and, I, you know, I can watch the same episodes over and over and over again and still, and miss things, miss little quips and, and sayings. And, uh, I mean, it's just, um, they have one episode. I think it's the horror, the, uh, the horror of Party Beach or the Party Beach Horror. And it's an old black and white movie from, I think, 1960, 61. And they have a monster that looks just like Cookie Monster. And, of course, when it pops out of the thing, it's like, oh, ooh, and it pops out of the ocean. And they go, Cookie Monster, you know. So it's just, <laughs> they want Cookie. So it's just funny as hell. And you'll find yourself, hey, you know, it's, uh, if you need a laugh, watch Mystery Science Theater 3000. I've turned so many people onto that. And most of them said, geez, you know, you're right, that is funny. And uh, they do make new episodes, not, like I say, not quite as, as quippy and funny and sarcastic uh, as um, 
as the older ones. But uh, like I was talking about earlier in the show about laughing at a comedy movie, you know, in like a 90-minute movie, you might laugh five or six times, unless it's like really hilarious, and there's not too many of those around. But you're doing a live comedy show, people, whether it's a, you know, improv or sketch comedy show or stand-up, they expect to laugh, you know, the whole show, the whole 80, 90 minutes, or pretty much most of it. But you don't laugh through a whole 90-minute movie. But you'll laugh a lot through these uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like I said, I've turned so many of my friends on. So it's called Mystery Science Theater 3000. And uh, you find it on probably YouTube. I, I mostly watch it on YouTube, but you can find it in video stores. I have a lot, a lot of the, I bought a lot of the original videos. I actually bought them when they were on VHS. That's how long I've been a fan. I still have a lot of the VHS uh, boxes and, and tapes. And the artwork is so funny. I, and I still collect, uh, I don't collect, but I still have a lot of my original movies like Dracula, Frankenstein meets the wolf. And the artwork on the boxes is so cool back then, just like they were on the Super 8 and regular 8 millimeter movie boxes. But somebody said, there are people who just collect the, the boxes from those. So, Again, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, watch it and get some laughs. Hey, this is Conor McGregor telling you I haven't gone away. I'm going to be fighting again. I'm either going to be fighting Bozo the Clown or uh, Mike Tyson. I'm not sure, but it's going to be coming up. Again, Conor McGregor, look for my next fight. Bozo the Clown or Mike Tyson. I'll let you vote. This is the Toxic Wiser Show here on the Renegade Talk Radio. Your place for the best in talk radio. <coughs> Ooh, that was Conor McGregor talking about his next fight. What did he say? Bozo the Clown? Hmm, that would be an interesting fight. I, I think I'll take Bozo. No, I don't know. We'll have to see. But thanks for the endorsement, uh, Conor. We really appreciate it, appreciate it here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. Bonanza. Hey, remember that show, Baby Boomers, folks? Well, you know what I hate? Well, I don't hate it. I'd be like Mr. Kimball from Green Acres, remember? It's a great day. Well, it's not a great day. I love that guy. I think he was, besides Arnold Ziffley, he was my favorite character. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I have, like I said, 150 channels, and I'm watching, like, Gunsmoke and Bonanza and uh, just uh, Mayberry. And it's kind of cool, but uh, you remember, like, uh, <laughs> th those are long-running series, too. Bonanza and Gunsmoke. I don't know. I think Gunsmoke was 18 years, something like that. Bonanza was uh, one of the first color shows. Started right out in color, like in 62 or 3, I want to say. And they had four brother, or three brothers. Then uh, Pernell Roberts left to do uh, a hospital show. And so they were down to two brothers and the pa. And Hop Singh. Remember Hop Singh? You eat too much hot like you eat everything, you big flat pig. Oh, Hop Singh, shut up. You know, it, uh, Hop Singh was always bitching about Hoss eating too much. And, uh, you know, those shows too. Like, I think I looked it up. I think uh, Marshall Dillon was uh, wounded like 135 times in 18 years. Not too many people can get shot 135 times 
and survive. But he did. Seems like he got shot at least every other show. Always in the arm, just a nick or a crease. But, you know, you couldn't kill him off. Same with Bonanza. Uh, the boys would uh, get wounded or Pa would get wounded and, you know, be really dire straits. And all of a sudden they come out of it. The doc would save them. But you can't kill off the characters, of course. You, you, you had a really good idea they were going to survive. Uh, so, um, same with, uh, like when they took a wife. You know when they had a girlfriend or they were getting engaged or going to get married or got married that the wife wasn't going to make it through the whole show because they needed storylines. And one of them getting married, one of the Cartwright boys getting married, or in the Big Valley, let's say, for example, or even Marshall Dillon himself. He always kind of had a thing with Miss Kitty. And then it was Festus was one of my favorites, too. Marshall Dillon, uh, Hercule Hagen. Oh, that, he was one of my favorites. Sometimes he was annoying. You just kind of wanted wished that uh, Marshall Dillon would just uh, shoot him in the head, but uh, he couldn't do that. And then Doc was always kind of grumpy, you know, and on on the show. But they had some, uh, you know, good clean cut stories, and uh, westerns were big in the 60s and 50s, 60s and 70s, and started to die out in the 80s, and made a little comeback in the movies at least, not so much on TV. Right now it's cop shows, and I don't get it. I'd, I'd rather watch like live PD or cops. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Uh, but um, that's just me. Like this uh, NCISS and CSI, it's all fake stuff. I mean, I think they do get some uh, files and maybe uh, copy that for the show, you know, maybe it's based on some true things. But um, nothing like watching like uh, live PD it seems like everybody they pull over has no license, restricted license, drunk, drugs, maybe all of the above. No registration, no inspection, no insurance. It's just kind of scary out there because these people could you know, crash into you and they, your insurance would have to pay for everything. But, uh, you know, that's why our grandma always used to say, don't worry about the cop stopping you because if you ain't doing nothing wrong, you ain't got nothing to worry about. And Grandpa used to say, there's two kinds of people riding motorcycles. A lot of motorcycle accidents, if you watch those shows. And what's really strange is I watched an episode of Live PD today, and a guy took off in a motorcycle on a police chase. And guess what happened? Guess? Have you guessed? Yeah, he crashed. Didn't kill himself, but he got hurt pretty bad. His leg was banged out and bleeding, and his bike was uh, smashed and uh, leaking oil. And uh, not really a good idea. Anyways, to run from the police is not a good idea at all. Uh, and 99% get caught, and uh, you get extra charges. It's not fun, and plus you could get killed, especially running on like a moped or a motorcycle. And Grandpa used to say, there's two types of people who ride a motorcycle, those that have had an accident and those that are going to. I never had any urge or desire to want to drive a motorcycle or get on one. It's fine for those, like I say, uh, whatever you want to do, uh, I guess there's a, probably a better saying for it, but as long as, you know, as long as it's legal, I don't care what you do, but it ain't for me. I didn't realize that, like I said, when I got on my cousin Lloyd in Connecticut, uh, East Granby, Connecticut, got on his, mo his, well, they called it a mini bike back then. He got a mini bike from Sears. I remember we went to pick it up, and it was like a couple hundred bucks. This is like the mid-70s, something like that. And he gets on it, he rides around for a bit, and he gives me a chance. And I got right on and went right into one of the only six uh, telephone poles on the street. And that's when I knew my biker days were limited. 
and I've uh, just seen so many bad accidents. And you have to look out. You can be as careful on a motorcycle, in, in a car, really, you can be as careful as you want and still trouble happens. But on a motorcycle, I mean, I have seen so many accidents and seen, you know, not personally seen them, but read about them or seen them on TV. And I have seen a couple, even when I was driving, some bad accidents where uh, thank, I don't think anyone was killed, but they sure were hurt bad. I remember one guy hit the soft dirt hit on the road and shh, went right into the right into the tree, right into the bushes. And uh, I don't know, it's pretty dangerous. You got to be careful out there. But anyways, um, like I said, going back to the good old TV shows, I don't know how I got off on motorcycles from Bonanza because they didn't have any motorcycles in Bonanza that I recall. But uh, yeah, those were the good old days, and. Uh, I still, I still watch those shows. Like I said, I go on YouTube and I'll watch like Maverick, Have Gun, Will Travel, The Rebel, Cimarron Strip, Combat. Did I already say that? Maybe I'm getting, uh, you know, old age disease or something. Anyways, repeating myself. But um, in the cartoons too, like Linus the Lionhearted, that's one of my favorites. Linus the Lionhearted. You had like Lovable Truly. Remember the mailman? Dear Lawrence and the dog. And then you had Richard Harry Nearly, part-time famous movie star. Uh, dog catcher, you know, that uh, was hilarious. Good old cartoons. Uh, good old classic TV in general. Some really good things to watch. Hey, speaking of YouTube, you know, you can go on YouTube, and I'm sure there's other sites too. I don't, maybe Hulu has it, and uh, some, uh, maybe, I don't think Netflix, but definitely on YouTube, you can go back and, and you can find lost episodes or episodes that were never shown. Uh, pilot episodes of different shows that made in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and uh, that's kind of cool. It, it, I mean, for years and years, I had no idea some of these shows were even made, and they never made it. A lot of them never made it to uh, to broadcast, but they were just uh, pilots of different shows, and some were some seemed like they might be pretty good. Like there was a Blondie from the TV from the movies, Blondie and Dagwood, and Mission Impossible, of course, was a good show. And then they always had shows they tried to copy them. If you had a, in business, in, in entertainment, if somebody finds out you had something successful, they try to copy it. Uh, Mr. Ed and all those monsters, Adam's family, Uncle Faster. Uh, but if you go on YouTube, you can find a lot of shows that uh, you didn't even realize existed. And it can also, what's cool is they have like documentaries, mini documentaries of shows uh, that you like, like Green Acres or any show that you like from the past and find out where the cast is now. And that's kind of cool if they're still alive. And you'd be surprised. A lot of them are still alive and kicking. So kind of cool. So check out YouTube if you want to see uh, some old shows or some pilots that never made it. And... Uh, You'd be surprised. I like the, the preview shows, too, from the 60s and 70s. They always had the big fall preview. They don't really do that anymore because shows come and go as they come and go. But they used to have the big fall preview. You could see what was coming up for September. Shows were going to be in color, you know, like Rat Patrol and things like that. And shows that had been in black and white uh, are now going to be in color, like Gunsmoke is one of those shows, and all kinds of other shows that were probably in like I Dream of Genie and Bewitched uh, from 62, 63, 64. Starting in 65, 66, all the shows were 
uh, going to be in color. Hogan's Heroes. Shut up, Clink! General Burkhalter, Hogan. So all these shows switch from uh, color to black and white, which uh, were good for most people, uh, not so much for some, because we still had black and white sets. Finally got some color TV in our house uh, along the way. A little later than most people, because we weren't rich and we weren't poor, but uh, probably you went through the same thing if you're uh, in your 50s. So, um, yeah, check out uh, good old YouTube for uh, some Lost Classics and uh, some other shows that maybe didn't even know existed. Hey, this is Mark Chaplin with the Toxic Wise S show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Reminding you that we have the best in talk radio here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. Check out all our great shows. Check out the archive section. And uh, make sure and check out uh, YouTube for some really good, uh, a lot of good music on there. A lot of good uh, documentaries. A lot of World War II documentaries and, and newsreels. I watch them all the time. And TV shows and theme songs. All that good stuff. So uh, this is the end of the show. I want to thank you for tuning in. And uh, like I said, uh, don't forget to watch Mystery Science Theater 3000. If you've never seen it, check it out. You can find it on YouTube, almost all episodes. And they have some new ones, I think, on Netflix and maybe some other services. So uh, check that out, too. And uh, we'll see you next time. On the Toxic Wise Ass Show, we're going to leave off with the uh, theme song from Shaft, one of my favorite movies. I had that on Super 8 Sound. It was a couple reels, like 40 minutes. They took the best highlights of it. I think I still have it somewhere. It's packed away. A lot of my old film equipment, my old theater equipment. I had so much fun showing movies to people. still would like to do that. I still like to show movies. But anyways, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host, Mark Chaplin, on Renegade Talk Radio. See you on the next show, and uh, God bless you, and keep laughing, and keep your heads up and chins up.